the 21-22 NHL season is officially over. The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about the lessons that the Dallas Stars can learn from both the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning and talk about the success of this most recent NHL season, all coming up on a Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media coming to you on this Monday, June 27th. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, Thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting platform. We just surpassed 400 YouTube subscribers over the weekend. Thank you guys for the continued support. You can also find and follow our show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. And you can find my personal account at Dane Double underscore Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. I hope you had a fantastic Weekend, And as I said in the opening, as I'm sure you know as well, uh, if you are a hockey fan, that the NHL season has finally come to an end. The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. I will take now to take full credit for this win because I did predict Tampa Bay Lightning winning in six. And I said that just because I wanted to jinx them. So um, I will take full credit for this uh, Stanley Cup Finals win for the Avalanche. So any Avs fans out there, um, my DMs are open if you want to send me, uh, you know, Gifts, gift cards, um, any kind of gift. I even have Venmo Cash App. Uh, whether or not I'm being sarcastic is up to you entirely. But down to business for today's episode. We're going to be talking about some of the lessons that the Dallas Stars can learn from the two teams that were competing for the Stanley Cup trophy. This was one of the better cup finals that we've had in recent years. Of course, you know, we it was a ton of fun watching the Dallas Stars compete a couple years ago. You know, we've had the, the Boston St. Louis final was pretty good, but, but this was truly the two best teams left in the NHL, the teams that were predicted to be in the cup final in the preseason. Uh, and they actually made it and it was six incredible games. Some of the games were blowouts, but this was just an absolute display of fantastic forwards, really good world class defensemen. Uh, and of course, some pretty solid goaltending Andre Vasilevsky. Um, of course, no stranger to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, and Darcy Kemper had himself a pretty good postseason as well. So tons to talk about. And we're, of course, going to start with the lessons that can be learned from the champions in the Colorado Avalanche, something that the Stars can take away. And I think one of the biggest takeaways is to not give up on your veterans. The veterans that are on your roster can provide value each and every season. You just never really know what you're going to get until the season gets rolling. And I think the perfect example of this is, of course, 
Nazem Kadri, who has not been a lifelong Colorado Avalanche, spent some time in Toronto and has had some really nice seasons. You go look at his stats, certainly never really a bad player, but just a guy that, you know, wasn't winning a Stanley Cup, wasn't going on deep playoff runs, not really, you know, being, you know, regarded as one of the better players in the NHL. And then he comes out and has his best year at age 31 and now he's going to in free agency this summer so he could get re-signed by the avalanche or could get paid a ton of money in a different city for a different team but he was a huge part of this team's success in the regular season and then of course overcame the thumb injury that he endured late in the western conference finals and then even came back and scored the game-winning goal uh, in game four for the abs so i mean you look at guys on the team like Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, even John Klingberg, who is still with the Dallas Stars, but you know we don't know his future with the team. But you know, there's all this. Oh, will these veterans live up to the expectation? Will they live up to their, you know, the paycheck that they're getting? Or Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan are washed. You know, they're not going to be the players that they once were. Look at Nazem Kadri. I'm not saying that Sagan or Ben or other vets on this team are going to come out and have the type of season he had. But you cannot give up on your veterans. You got to continue to believe in them. Gabriel Landeskog had been with the team what over 10 years. Uh, one of you know the longer tenured captains in the current NHL. He comes out, has a fantastic season, uh, and then again, a great postseason. It was incredible to get to see his interviews after Game 6 last night, getting to see him lift the Stanley Cup. Miko Rantanen, uh, a veteran on this team, and then of course even the guys that maybe aren't long tenured Avalanche players, but guys like Andrew Cogliano, who have been a veteran in this league for such a long time, really excited for him to finally get that Stanley Cup win, even though it was not with the Dallas Stars. And the other lesson, I think, and it's an important one uh, for the Dallas Stars, especially going into the Pete DeBoer era, um, is if your coach gets wins and your coach gets good results, stick with them. I mean, Jared Bednar, the coach of the Colorado Avalanche, didn't make the playoffs in his first season as head coach with the Avs in the 16-17 season, but has made the playoffs ever since. And, you know, had some decent success. They lost in round one in 2018 to the Preds, and then three years in a row made it to round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but lost in 2019 to the San Jose Sharks, and 2020 to the Stars, and in 2021 to the Vegas Golden Knights. And then this year, they're Stanley Cup champions. They stuck with the same coach. They, of course, did adjust the roster a little bit year to year. They obviously went out and got some really big pieces like Aturi Lekkinen at the trade deadline this year. But you do have to give a ton of credit to Jared Bednar for coaching this team the way he did this season and getting them to the cup finals. So, you know, it's common sense that a good roster and a good coach equals success, but there's usually a lot of patience required. And I think that's what's important for the stars to know going into the season. I'm sure both, you know, in the front office and the locker room, but also for us fans and people that watch this team intently is that we can't just expect everything to go perfectly in year one for a head coach. Obviously, with Rick Bonus starting out as the head coach of the Stars and getting to the Stanley Cup Finals, maybe we got a little bit spoiled there. But, you know, as much as we want things to go well for Pete DeBoer in his first season, and I think things might could go pretty decent. You know, we can't expect the world from him in year one, and we have to be patient with the development of the roster, with the development of DeBoer as head coach in a new city with a new franchise. So especially at the start of this coming season, we'll certainly have to be patient and then, of course, a little uh, bonus thing that the Stars can learn, I guess, if you want to call it that. Gabriel Landeskog said in his interview with ESPN, Emily Kaplan, uh, she said, what is this, you know, what do teams in the NHL, what are they going to do to try to mimic what the Avalanche have done this past season? And he said, go find a kill McCarr somewhere. And I think the Stars have 
maybe one of the next best things on their roster with Miro Heiskanen if he can get his offensive game unlocked. So another big key for the Stars going into this coming season. Some lessons that they can learn from the now defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the lessons the Stars can learn from the Stanley Cup finals. And we'll flip to the other side where we talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning and the lessons that can be learned from that team. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your continued number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Moving right along on this Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a five-star rating review on Spotify or Apple. Truly does help the show out a ton. Uh, And if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments down below what your thoughts were on the Stanley Cup Finals and who you have in the finals for next season. Never too early to get your predictions out and about. But let's continue to talk about the lessons that can be learned for the Dallas Stars, taking notes from the two teams that were in this year's Cup Finals. We talked about the Colorado Avalanche, and now we are shifting our focus to the three-time Eastern Conference champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, whose dynasty all started back in 2020 when they defeated the Dallas Stars in six games. And I think one of the biggest lessons, the biggest lesson that really any team, but especially the Stars, can learn from this Tampa Bay team uh, and a lesson I think that the stars are kind of already doing themselves uh, is that consistency is key with your roster. You want to build your roster with guys that are great players, but also just really solid leaders on and off the ice. I mean, there were so many big names and key players these past several seasons for the bolts, whether it's Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, Point, Kalorn, Palat, Vasilevsky, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, these are guys, obviously, you have the captain like Stamkos. You have Hedman, who was a Conn Smythe winner in that series against the Stars a couple years ago. I mean, so many players that can do so many different things. It's not just can they score a lot of goals? Can they make saves? Can they block shots? I mean, it's every little thing. Guys that show up day in and day out and do the little things right and play well together as a team. And I think the Stars have benefited some recently from having some of these long-tenured veterans like Sagan, Ben, Klingberg, uh, and Radulov, even the past few seasons, even though he's gone now, on this team together for a while. And even Joe Pavelski, who's now been there for a handful of seasons, he's meshed really well with the other guys on this team, both old and young. But even the young guys, some of those players have been there for a couple seasons now, or even a few seasons like Miro, 
Rope, Jason Robertson. Jake Ottinger has been in that locker room for pretty much two full seasons now. So there's really starting to be this chemistry built, especially amongst the younger players that will likely be there longer. But also you want to see that with the veterans on the team as well. Even Pat Maroon, who was on this Bolts team for a few seasons after winning the Stanley Cup with St. Louis back in 2019. Uh, the consistency of the chemistry with the team cannot be overstated. It is such a crucial aspect to any championship winning team in any league, not just hockey and pretty much at any level. If there's good team chemistry uh, with really talented players, that's usually a recipe for success. Uh, and a team like that can certainly go a long way and can win a lot of games for a long time. Uh, and then, of course, it's not just the the talent with the skaters, but also, and this is a pretty clear one, and I think even the Stars learned this lesson themselves a few months ago after losing in seven to the Flames, but good goaltending can truly take you a long way. It can take you the distance, and that's not even just a lesson from this season from the Lightning. It's a lesson from the past three seasons. Andre Vasilevsky has been, without a doubt, the best goaltender in the NHL in the postseason. Obviously, the Stars were the first to experience that in the Cup Finals in 2020. Then he absolutely shut down the Montreal Canadiens in 21, winning the Conn Smythe Trophy for the Lightning. And then this season in the in the playoffs was just incredible when he needed to be. I mean, he held the Maple Leafs to one goal in Game 7 of Round 1. Obviously, shut out Florida pretty consistently across that four-game series, but literally shut them out in an elimination game in Game 4. Florida, one of the best offensive teams, Jonathan Huberto, having an out-of-this-world season, and Andre Vasilevsky comes in and absolutely shuts down the President's Trophy winners in Game 4 to send them home with a sweep. And then, of course, uh, in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals against the New York Rangers, holds them to one goal in that game as well with the likes of Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, Adam Fox, so many really good offensive weapons on that Rangers team as well. And Andre Vasilevsky just stifled them and had some incredible moments in this cup final as well. But this Colorado Avalanche team was unlike any offense he had really seen all postseason long. And even though he had some good moments, he eventually did fall victim to one of the better offensive attacks we've seen. But obviously, the Stars have their equivalent of Andre Vasilevsky in number 29, Jake Gottinger. Uh, and with this kind of new you know, changing of the guard across the NHL with some really good young talent coming to fruition and some of the older talent starting to get into the twilight years. I think Ottinger's right there in the mix where you have some of these goalies that are a little bit older. Now, obviously, Vasilevsky's not necessarily on the brink of retirement or anything like that, you know, but you have some of these older players, Ben Bishop, Carey Price, guys like that that are kind of on the, 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 Either they've already retired or they're getting very close to doing so. And then you have this next generation of great goalies, not just in the regular season, but Ottinger showed us that he is 100% ready to be that guy in the playoffs. And I heard a ton of people even talking deep into the postseason after the Stars have been eliminated. I mean, even on Elliot Friedman's 32 Thoughts podcast, which is a great listen, you know, he mentioned a few times even during this cup final that, you know, Vasilevsky was putting on one of the better playoff performances, maybe outside of Ottinger uh, in round one against the Calgary Flames. So, in Ottinger, we trust, and as long as he stays healthy and continues to play at a high level, I think the Stars can make some really good, impressive, deep playoff runs for years to come. And then the last lesson that I think we can learn as Stars fans and as a Stars team from the Tampa Bay Lightning is to never crumble or give in under pressure. I mean, this Tampa Bay Lightning team kind of struggled out of the gate in most of their series. I think believe they lost every single game one of every series except for that sweep against the Florida Panthers in round two. And then even in some of the other the later series in the conference finals uh, and the Stanley Cup finals, I believe they were down zero to two and now they fought back. I mean, the Lightning rattle off 
four straight wins in the Eastern Conference Finals to take down the Rangers, doing so while not having home ice advantage. And then they even fought back a little bit against the Colorado Avalanche, down 3-1 at one point. They fight hard in Game 5 in Denver with the high altitude that certainly does play a factor in those games. And they gave it all that they had in Game 6 at home for those fans. I mean, there was truly so much heart and so much effort from that Tampa Bay Lightning team. And, and this is just a testament of the team that they've been over the past few seasons. You can trace it all the way back to the 2019 playoffs when they were swept in round one by the Columbus Blue Jackets after winning the president's trophy. After that, they just became this relentless group of players that would not be satisfied until the Stanley Cup was theirs. Uh, and it's obviously paid off for them two out of three seasons, and they still were almost on the doorstep here this past year. So nothing to be ashamed of for the Lightning, uh, although as a Stars fan, it does bring a little bit of a smile to my face to see them finally fall off. Uh, and I say fall off as if they're not going to be back next season and still be a really solid team, but nice to have a different champion this year, even if it is a rival of the Dallas Stars. But we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we are going to just take a moment and reflect on what a fantastic season this was, not just for an individual team, but for the entire NHL. All right, let's close out this Monday episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the NHL as a whole. The 21-22 season is finally over, and it was truly a great year for hockey. I mean, this was a, a season that feels like it started a lifetime ago back in October. Uh, I mean, and obviously, you know, the next season's not that far away. We're just kind of a summer away. Uh, next thing you know, training camp's going to be here. You know, players are going to be reporting. Trades are going to be happening. The draft, so much, uh, you know, so many exciting things happening uh, across the NHL, even in the summer. Uh, and this was just such a monumental season for the league as a whole. Clearly, uh, the reemergence of the nationally televised games on ESPN and then even the NHL on TNT, I think were a huge step in the right direction for getting the game more recognition and getting more people to invest in the sport of hockey. I heard so many people say that they were impressed, especially with the TNT broadcast. And I was myself, you know, I got to watch a few games that weren't Stars games, but I watched just about every Stars game that was nationally televised on there. And even the ESPN broadcast, though, I think I preferred TNTs a little bit more. ESPN certainly did have some good moments, and I especially liked their coverage in the playoffs and of the Stanley Cup finals as well. And, and you know, these nationally televised games on these more accessible channels that pretty much everyone has, uh, I mean, everyone pretty much has access to ESPN and TNT, you get to see some of the biggest names in the sport and some of the best players of this generation, but guys that will likely go down as some of the best players of all time, like McCarr, McDavid, Matthews, and even some other guys that are kind of on the on the come up, Jason Robertson, Kirill Kaprizov, Johnny Goudreau. I mean, so many big names and so many talented players. This is a fantastic time to become a fan of the sport of hockey. And so many of these players that I just named and so many other ones that I did not uh, are a perfect reason to get invested in this sport. And you get to see the, the passion behind the fan bases. You get to see the incredible stories of guys like Andrew Cogliano, 35 years old, NHL journeyman, playing for several different teams, Finally, it gets to hoist the Stanley Cup trophy with the Colorado Avalanche uh, and so many other just fantastic stories and moments throughout the season that make it worth watching. And this was, you know, a season that was not without trouble, without controversy. There was a COVID pause in the middle of the season. The NHL players were told they could not compete in the Olympics. The league still found a way to press on. They had to overcome some adversity there. Uh, and, you know, that's not to say that there won't be any adversity next season. There will be a fresh set of problems to address. But we won't worry about those right now because I think the NHL will continue to find a way to produce high-quality matchups for the fans night in and night out. 
And, you know, this is far from a perfect league. We all know that no sports league is perfect. But, man, this this NHL season was just fantastic, at least in my eyes, with so many great players, so many great moments, so many great games. You know, we had a fantastic playoff race in the Western Conference all the way down to the final night of the season with teams like Nashville, Dallas, Vegas competing for a playoff spot literally up until the very end of the season. We had one of the better Stanley Cup, you know, uh, playoffs i almost said finals but playoffs one of the better tournaments that we've seen in recent memory so many good series even all the way in round one i mean dallas calgary i think was a series that took a lot of people by surprise toronto tampa bay lived up to the hype new york pittsburgh was a great series edmonton and la so much fun to watch uh, and even you know st louis and minnesota st louis and colorado was a really intense series that got a lot of people invested so many good series uh, and was just a really good fun playoffs to watch and then of course uh, a great stanley cup finals as well and all that to say i think the nhl is on an upward trajectory after this season i cannot wait to see what next season has in store more nationally televised games a bigger audience more people getting invested in the teams in their cities or getting invested in the players that they've grown to love by watching them on tv or getting to go to a game as we talked about last week with Shippy on the show, there's just nothing quite like an NHL atmosphere. And if you found this podcast and you're saying, oh, you know, I'm curious about the Dallas Stars or want to get involved in watching a hockey team uh, or especially the Dallas Stars, I assume that's the team you'd be interested in if you found this podcast and made it this deep into the episode. I can't encourage it enough. It is an incredible experience, and this is the right time to fully commit to getting invested in a sport like this. This is a Stars team that I think has a ton of potential this coming season. They're going to be incredibly fun to watch with some of the better up-and-coming offensive talent currently on the roster and also at the prospect level uh, that's looking to break through at any moment now. So I can't encourage it enough. What an NHL season it was, and I cannot wait for the next one. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again for tuning in, for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube and on your favorite podcasting platform as well. Leave us a five-star rating or review on Apple or Spotify. It just takes a couple seconds and helps the show out tremendously. Be sure to find and follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. Guys, thank you so much again for tuning in. Thank you again for getting YouTube to 400 subscribers and the Locked on Stars Twitter page to 800 followers. Your guys' continued support truly means the world to me, and we're going to continue to crank out off-season content as we get close to free agency, trades, and the NHL draft. We'll see you back here tomorrow, Stars fans. Have a great Monday.